So, probably when mushrooms normally start, we start with our thing for the left. We said that rain, it is condensed moisture of the atmosphere that is turned into separate raindrops. So, to condense, it is to turn gas into liquid. So, the first thing when rain comes, the, the moisture of the atmosphere has to go to a certain altitude where it is too cold, it cannot pass. When it gets there, because it is too cold, that moisture, it is turned into separate raindrops, then it comes back down. So I want you to know, family, that when God says I will send rain on the earth, when rain comes, it is going to find the inhabitants of the earth. And the inhabitants of the earth is me and you. Hallelujah. So you are not going to miss the rain in, 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 in one beat. This is going to rain upon your life also. We said, we've spoken about gravity sometimes and said, until you jump, you will never experience the power of gravity. Because you can only experience the power of gravity when you jump up high. So if you don't send your prayers up, you will not experience the power of answered prayers. Hallelujah. Why am I saying this? It's because on Friday at the art groups, we were praying more than anything else. And you know what the Lord revealed to at Emberfield's men? The Lord revealed that when he says, call to me, I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you don't know. God has made a call already. So all he's asking from me and you it is to call him back. And now God said to us when we were gathered and we were praying, he said, just keep on calling me because I am on the other side of the line, listening to your prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. So the moment you pick up your phone, then you must know that God is on the other side of the line. He is listening to your prayers. Hallelujah. And let me tell you, until you pick up your phone and you call God, you must not expect an answer. You can only expect an answer when you pick up your phone and you call it. Hallelujah. Until we pray, family, we must not expect much happening in our lives. Hallelujah. So today, family, we are going to speak about follow the good shepherd. Hallelujah. So last week we spoke about lead the way. We said the Lord needs to lead the way. God needs to lead the way because God knows where we must go and God knows what we must do. We said that it doesn't matter how angelic is what I want, but we must not go ahead of God. We said between the one who is leading and the one who is led, who is it that must concern? It is the one who is being led. So the leader is the one who is trapped. This is where we are going. But the one who is being led is the one who says, Lord, where must I go? The one who is being led is the one who says, Lord, what must I do? Hallelujah. We said it doesn't matter how fast your car may be. Don't let your car help you overtake God. But you need to slow down and follow God. Hallelujah. Because God knows where you must go. God knows what you must do. So we said, Lord, lead the way. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, family, if he is leading the way, it means we need to be prepared to follow. Hallelujah. He cannot lead when we are not prepared to follow him. So if you are ready to be 
is the same one who must lead you, the good shepherd. But now when he is leading you, you need to be prepared to fall. Hallelujah. So family, we are going to get our passage of scripture from the book of John. I will read chapter 10, verse 27. We can all read together from the New King James Version. Let's read. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Who is this? It is the good shepherd who said this. Hallelujah. The good shepherd says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Hallelujah. That is why, family, it is very important who we follow. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, who you follow the most is who you will know the most. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Who you follow is who you will know. If you follow the good shepherd, then you will know the good shepherd. If you follow something else, you will know what you are following. Hallelujah. But today we are going to learn what are the benefits of also following the good shepherd. Hallelujah. So we need to follow the right thing, family. Hallelujah. We need to follow the good shepherd. Let me tell you from where this comes from. This comes from where the Lord Jesus Christ was distinguishing between him and the thief. Hallelujah. Now, family, we said, let God lead where you are going. Because if you lead yourself, you will follow a thief. So if you follow God, you know that there is provision. If you follow the thief, there is a lot of loss. That you can imagine how much you can lose. Now, family, let us go and check what does the word follow mean. I went and looked in the Greek dictionary. The word follow means uh, it's pronounced it is in Greek, which means to be in the same way with. So to follow the good shepherd, it is to be in the same way with the good shepherd. It also means to accompany as a disciple. So it means we need to follow who? The good shepherd. We need to accompany the good shepherd where he is going. So the word following the English dictionary other synonyms say, means say it is to go behind. So to follow it is to go behind someone. To follow it is to go along with someone. So you go behind but going along with someone. So it means to escort. It means to attend. It means to tag along with. That is to follow. It means to act according to. To follow it is to act according to the good shepherd. To follow, it is to imitate, to imitate the good shepherd. To follow, it is to copy. To follow, it is to mirror. You know, when you look at the mirror, can you find someone else other than yourself? So it means to mirror the, the good shepherd, it is to do exactly as the good shepherd does. When he is walking, then we need to walk with him. When he stops, we need to stop with him. When he loves, we need to love with him. Hallelujah. When he gives, we need to give with him. When he heals, we need to heal with him. We need to do as the good shepherd does. Now, the word follow family, it also means to echo. Hallelujah. To echo, let me tell you, an echo of sound can never be different from the original sound. When I say, hey, where there's mountains, you will hear another mountain that the echo will bounce on this mountain. That mountain says, hey, again. 
The other one says, hey. The other one says, hey. Until that sound, that sound replicates itself. But you will never hear it somewhere say, no. It will do exactly what the original sound is. Do we? we need to follow the good shepherd. We need to mirror him. Do as he does. Hallelujah. So family, the word, the meaning of the word follow, it means to go after. It means to move, to travel behind, to come after in time and in order. So when he doesn't move, don't move. Don't go ahead of him because you are heading for trouble. If he stops, you need to stop. Hallelujah. So family, I just want to give you a brief background of where we have obtained our passage of scripture. This, is, this was a message in response to an inquiry by unbelieving Jews who were still doubting if Jesus is who he says he is or he who is, is who it is said he will be. So they were still in doubt. So these were unbelieving Jews. You see, Jesus was sent to the tribe of Israel, but not all of Israel believed. So now, Jesus in response to what they have said, Jesus goes and he firstly tells them that you are not my sheep. You see, Jesus was able to distinguish between his followers and those that are not following him. He was able to distinguish between those who mirror him and those who do not mirror him. He is able to dis- distinguish between those who echo him and those who do not echo. And somebody let us not think that that was when it happened 2,000 years ago. Even today, there are those who are not echoing what Jesus was echoing and what is still echoing. There are still those who are not imitating Jesus, but they are a body of believers. So, if he knew them, Jesus still knows now. So, Jesus tells them strict, uh, explicitly and saying, but you are not my sheep. But now, let me tell you, Jesus will never say a negative without bringing a positive into the picture. Jesus will never live your life miserable. No, he will come and pinpoint what is wrong and tell you what is right. So Jesus goes and tells the unbelieving Jews, he tells them the negative and he goes and tells them the positive. You know what he told them? After he told them that you are not my sheep, he goes and says, but my sheep, hear my voice. And they, I know them and they follow me. What is Jesus saying? He's saying, you are not my sheep because you don't hear my voice. If you have my voice, you will not doubt who I am. He says, I know my sheep. So it means that if he knows his sheep, he's able to distinguish between those who echo him and those who do not echo him. Jesus was able to even say, that my sheep follow me. So it means that unbelieving Jews, they were not following him. You know what the unbelieving Jews were there to do? They were there for entertainment. They were there to see when you lay hands and someone falls on the ground. They were there to see people buying cars, buying houses, getting jobs. They were there only for entertainment. These are the unbelieving Jews. Remember, these are the crowds that pushed against Jesus each time they found him. And Jesus would appreciate even getting to the boat and say, hey, Peter, push a boat further into the water so that I can be able to minister to these people who are looking for entertainment. Now, Jesus tells him, my sheep, hear my voice. I know them. And they follow me. So Jesus is saying, these followers hear his voice, he knows them, and they follow him. For 
only those who believe in Jesus, they hear him when he speaks. So that is why you need to be led. So when you are led, you have to be prepared to fall. So those that believe in Jesus, they hear him when Jesus speaks. This is what Jesus was clarifying. He says, those that believe in him, he knows them. He says, those that believe in him, they follow him. You, you know what was Jesus clarifying him? He was saying, these people, they voluntarily follow me. <laughs> these people, they voluntarily hear me when I speak to them. So family, it is a choice to hear him and to be known by him and to follow him. Jesus did not say here to the unbelieving Jews that those that, for that, 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 that follow me, I have put lock and chain on their feet to follow me. No, Jesus was saying those that follow him, they have a choice to follow him or not. So family, Jesus here is explicitly telling the unbelieving Jews that it doesn't matter how tough the terrain may be, but those that believe in me, they follow me. You see, sometimes when you are walking on different types of terrain, sometimes it will be a rocky terrain. It's difficult to walk. Sometimes it is mud. You can even slip and fall. Sometimes you are going to a mountainous terrain. Sometimes it is just a steep going down. But family, Jesus is saying, those that believe in him, they follow him no matter how tough it is in life. Hallelujah. You know, that is why he's saying this is because they follow when things are going good well. When things are not going well, they decide to turn and follow something else. So Jesus is able to distinguish between his followers and those that do not follow him. Hallelujah. Family, those that follow him as they continue in a journey with him, they know that he's finally looking out for the best interest for their lives. When Jesus is being followed, those that follow him, they have a complete peace of mind. Because they know that the good shepherd is only looking out for their best interests. The good shepherd is only looking out for your best interests. They know that the shepherd, wherever he is taking them, there is provision. So when you follow the good shepherd, you must know that wherever he is taking you, there is provision. Can you say to your neighbor? Wherever he is leading me, wherever he is leading me, there is provision. There is provision. So this is why we see the picture of God as a, as a shepherd. It is fulfilled and completed in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Lord Jesus Christ family, he is the good shepherd. Now, family, let me warn you about this. The worst mistake that the sheep can do is to follow other sheep. The worst mistake that the head can do is to follow the other head. Let me tell you why. The nature of sheep is that sheep cannot lead themselves. Let me tell you, sheep, they used to lead themselves when they were still living in the wild. But once they were domesticated, sheep, they are no longer following their instincts. They follow the leader. Hallelujah. We spoke about the Middle Eastern Shepherd. And the Middle Eastern Shepherd does not walk from behind. He walks ahead of the flock. Hallelujah. When he walks ahead of the flock, he's the one who protects them. He's the one who counts them. 
He is the one who makes sure that they eat. He is the one who makes sure that they drink. He is the one who makes sure that they are safe. When the sheep follow, they must not mistake the other sheep for the shepherd. The sheep must focus on the shepherd. Hallelujah. So let me tell you why. Because when the one sheep is lost, the other sheep will not go and look for it. Let me tell you why. Have you seen, uh, you, you met with the sheep. Let me tell you the difference is that that is the young, is the young sheep. But once it is an adult, it is called a sheep. So there is a female one is called a pig. A male one is called a ram. Have you ever come across somewhere here in Oesra? A sheep saying, hey, I'm looking for my brother. No, sheep does not go to look for other sheep. No, sheep follow the shepherd. When one sheep is found, the shepherd is the one who goes and looks for the other sheep. You know why does the shepherd go and he finds the sheep and he carries the sheep on the shoulders? It's because when the sheep is lost, remember there is no more provision. What? There is no more nutrition for the sheep that is lost. Then when it comes to the wild, it just sits down with paralysis and it is weak. It cannot stand, it cannot go anywhere. You know what it's waiting for? It is waiting to die. But now the shepherd, the shepherd will leave him in 99 because he has lost only one and go and look for the one. That is the good shepherd. Not the sheep. The sheep, when you are lost, you are lost. They don't care where you are. They're not gonna even ask the shepherd what happened to that other one. Because we sure we saw him taking short bite somewhere at Lenten Avenue. They never ask. But the shepherd is the one that is concerned. Where are my sheep? Hallelujah. That is the good shepherd. Hallelujah. So family, being ready to follow implies that we must be ready to do. You see, Jesus, what he is illustrating here, when he says, my sheep here, my wife, I know them and they follow me. This word, follow me, it means that they do what I do. Hallelujah. They imitate me. They mirror me. They echo me. When I say, the only way that you can be saved, it is by believing in Jesus and confessing with your mouth. They are, you know what, when they go, because they do what the shepherd is doing, they go out there and say, if you believe in your heart, and if you confess it your mouth, you will be saved. But family, I want to tell you that Jesus is explicitly saying here that my sheep do what I do. Hallelujah. When he moves, the sheep moves. Hallelujah. It is critical, family, for sheep not to follow the shepherd, to follow the shepherd. Because it is only the shepherd that knows where the sheep must go. The other sheep don't know where the other sheep must go. Only the shepherd knows where we are going. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we make this confession and say, I do what Jesus does? I do what Jesus does. Family, when you say, I do what Jesus does, it means you are prepared to do what Jesus does. Hallelujah. When he does, we need to love. Hallelujah. When he comforts, we need to comfort. Huh? When he is concerned about others, we need to be concerned about others. You know what Jesus did when he saw those that were begging? He looked at them with compassion. He put himself in, inside their, their shoes. Jesus did not look at someone and face them and leave them as they are. You know, family, do not be uh, 
Do not be, what is this word? Do not be, I'm looking for this word. Do not be deceived by looks. Don't be deceived by how someone dresses. You don't know what is happening on the inside. So when Jesus looks, he does not look on the outside. He looks at the heart. That's why he is compassionate about those that are making. He is compassionate about those that are facing this and that challenge. So when he sees that, we also need to see beyond what we see here in front. So I want to give you this illustration about a ship, the Middle Eastern ship. The Middle Eastern ship, because they follow the shepherd, I came to conclusion that they made up their mind to follow the good shepherd. It is a choice for the ship to follow or not to follow. Now the Middle Eastern ship, they made up their mind to follow the shepherd because they realized that on their own they can do nothing. But they can only achieve something in life when they follow the good shepherd. So the good shepherd family, he provides for them, he protects them, he also knows them. What does that mean? It means that there is no life when you are following the good shepherd. It means that he is identified with you. It means that you have authority when you follow the good shepherd. Let me tell you, the sheep do not step into territory before the shepherd steps into territory. So we are able to go into any territory because the good shepherd has already been there. He has already tested everything. He has already gathered the samples. He has the statistics of where he is sending us. He has been where he is sending us. That's why the sheep must not follow the other sheep. They must follow the good shepherd. I can send you somewhere where I When you come back, you come in your bruise and because I am sending sheep, follow another sheep. But I am sending you to the one who has been well. He says you must follow him too. Hallelujah. So family, the sheep do not know where green pastures are. They don't know where there is still waters. They do not know where their souls can be restored. They do not know the way of righteousness. But they can only come to know this when they follow the good shepherd. Hallelujah. When we follow the good shepherd, we have a peace of mind because we know who we are following. Hallelujah. We are not following the one who is just a beginning, but we are following the beginning and the end. He has been well. He is saying we must walk. Hallelujah. So sheep follow with joy because they know that the good shepherd knows in the pastures, he knows the waters, he knows exactly what they need. You know, most of the time when we find ourselves frustrated, it's because we are running after what we want. And what I know in economics, they say there's wants and there's needs. So wants are things that you can do without. But needs are things that you cannot do without. So the greater good shepherd, he will, he will provide for all your needs according to his riches. Hallelujah. He will provide for all your needs. Now, family, let us go and look. Like sheep, they need the shepherd in order to have provision. So we also need the shepherd in order to have provision. So for sheep to get greener pastures, they need the shepherd. They don't need other sheep. Hallelujah. They follow who? The good shepherd. Like sheep who need a shepherd to lead them, we need Jesus to lead us. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. 
Can we make this confession and say, I follow the good shepherd? I follow the good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. So God, when you follow the good shepherd, you shall not want in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. You shall not make any good thing. The Bible says those that fear the Lord, they shall not make any good thing. So why? Because God knows he will provide for you the good thing that you need in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. God knows that we have needs. When they follow the good shepherd, there is no lack because the shepherd provides for his sheep. The sheep needs pastures, the sheep needs water, the sheep needs their souls to be restored. Now, women, what is the Bible teaching us? The Bible is teaching us that even sheep, they have a soul real. Because in the soul real, that is where you find the mind, the will, and emotions. So in the mind, the sheep is able to remember who is their good shepherd. With the emotions, the sheep are able to cry when they are lost. With the will, the sheep are able to follow the good shepherd. You see, family, you need to will in order to follow. Hallelujah. You need to will in order to make a decision in life. You need to will in order to take certain steps in your life. So every sheep, they have the soul real. That's why sheep are able to love even their shepherd. That is the, the characteristics of sheep. Sheep are the most loved by human beings. Eh? Sheep are intelligent. You know sheep are the only animals which have been declared that they can see in color. But even if sheep can see in color, they do not know where greener pastures are. Even when sheep have a vine, they cannot go by where they were grazing in greener pastures yesterday. They need a shepherd to eat that. The sheep do not know where the still waters are. You know what the still waters resemble. When you get to still waters, you find peace. You find serenity. You find tranquility. So it is only the good shepherd who will give you a complete peace of mind. The Bible says, family, that the peace of God which passes all human understanding. Hallelujah. So how can you find the peace of God which passes all human understanding? You find it from God only. Because there is no human being who can give you this type of peace. Hallelujah. So the peace that passes all human understanding can only be obtained from God. So family, the shepherd leads us also into righteousness. Even before that, he restores our souls. Because he knows that there are those who become anxious along the way. There are sheep who become anxious. And when sheep is anxious, you cannot control them. They begin to be resistant. They begin to be difficult to work with. But the shepherd knows how to restore the souls of the sheep. He knows that there are those who are having negative mind reactions. But the shepherd knows how to kill your mind. So it is only the shepherd family who will be able to take away your anxieties. Because he says that cast your cares upon me because I care about you. But is there even people who can come to you and say, come and give me all your problems I care about you. I mean, I can't even handle my own problems. How am I going to start with your problems? Hallelujah. But the good shepherd says, cast all your curse upon me. He did not say, cast all your curse upon your pastor. 
No, that's why we are saying when you come from this side, he's on the other side of the line. He is waiting to hear you say, Lord, this is the devil. When you go there, do not be ashamed. Do not be intimidated. Go on, tell him and say, What is it that you are going through? He is ready to help you. Hallelujah. The shepherd protects them. He's always looking out for their best interest. He's able to cause their emotions to be at peace, to rest, to, to, to have rest. He's able to keep them focused in the journey that he is taking them. Hallelujah. Family, the key to provision is the presence of God in our lives. Hallelujah. The Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. The key to provision in our lives, it is when we follow the good shepherd. Hallelujah. Let us go to this passage of scripture in Psalm chapter 32. The Bible says in verse 8, in the book in Genesis, I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go and guide you with my eye. So, in the, uh, the passion version, the passion translation, the Bible says, I hear the Lord say, I will stay close to you, instruct you and guide you along the pathway of your life. I will advise you along the way. I will lead you forth with my eyes as a guide. You see, the Lord is saying that I will stay close to you. I will not abandon you. So what does this mean? Many, when the Lord is leading us or we are following the good shepherd, when situations or challenges come in our lives, we tend to think that he has abandoned us. But family, the good shepherd will never abandon you. That's why he's called the good shepherd. Hallelujah. But the best shepherd will abandon you when things become tough in your life. The good shepherd will stick with you through thick and thin. Hallelujah. He is committed to show you the best of life by teaching you and guiding you to navigate through life. So family, when he is teaching us, the word teaches the same as the word instruct. When he is teaching us, we need to be open-minded to his teaching. You see, family, it is a choice to be taught or to teach ourselves. Hallelujah. So when we are following him, we need to allow him to lead us. But when he is also teaching us, we need to open ourselves to be taught. Hallelujah. That is a heart of a good follower. A good follower does not know everything. That is what the psalmist was saying. He said, the Lord will guide me, he will instruct me, he will show me where I must go with this heart. He is saying, I am open for God to show me because I don't know everything, but God knows everything. Hallelujah. So when we go and follow God, follow the good shepherd, we need to be humble. We need to humble ourselves. You know the problem of many people that we come across in this lifetime is that they know everything. Before you even say something, they say, I know, I know, I know. But they do not know. That is the heart of someone who is not ready to follow. That is the heart of someone who is not ready to be taught, to be instructed, to be guided. Family, if we are saying we are following the good shepherd, we must open ourselves to his teaching. You must teach us, you must instruct us, you must show us this is the way to go. Hallelujah. Because where he is taking us, there is provision. Hallelujah. Family, from the first time that I got saved, all I did, I took a decision to follow the good shepherd. I never forgot a human being ever in my life. 
I fought the good shepherd. And family, since I got saved, I've been working with the good shepherd. I've seen wonders in my life. Hallelujah. So family, I opened myself to being taught. Before I come and speak this message here, I have been taught. There are things which have been highlighted in my life that I need to change. Because I'm following, but I'm following, but I'm ahead of the good shepherd. So he tells me first to let and get behind me. Let me leave the way, because I know where you must go. Hallelujah. He teaches me first before I come. And we decide here if we hold it. Hallelujah. So, family, as we walk with him, we need to be open minded. Being open minded it is the heart of any student. It is the heart of someone who is ready to be taught. We need to have an open mind. You know, if you are not open minded and you go and attend class at any institution or academic institution, you will leave the class before the class ends because you already know what the teacher is going to say. Hallelujah. But we need to be open minded. That is the heart of every student. He will teach you and guide you. It is up to you to follow him or follow yourself. You can either follow yourself or follow someone else. So, how many we need to follow the good shepherd? The good shepherd will instruct us, he will tell us and order us to do a lot of things. You know, there is a time I woke up going to a 5 a.m. prayer. Before I just woke up, through a life vision, it's like I'm watching a movie. He shows me an accident about to happen on a specific road. But because I did not have a heart of understanding, and I knew the way to where I'm going much better than the Lord knows. That's what I thought in that time. I took the same road. When I came across that day, I was heading for a brick wall under the bridge. The car was scaling out of the road because I knew the road bad. I used to travel in that road. But he was warning me that instead of using Venskuma, use R101. But I did not have a hammer understanding. When I have been taught and I've been ordered, I almost was involved in a huge accident. I don't know how I will be speaking to you today. But when we are being led, we need to open ourselves to be taught and order what we must do. Hallelujah. So, family, follow the good shepherd. He knows what you need. He is always looking out for your best interest. He is not selfish. No, what he is doing is looking for what will be added back to you. Hallelujah. Do as the good shepherd does. Follow him for better. Being a church doesn't mean that we don't have challenges. We do have challenges, but we keep on following even when we have challenges. Standing in front of you, you standing in the room. It doesn't mean I ticked off my boxes, everything is fine. No, I have challenges on my own. So, but I don't stop serving you. I keep on following because I know that way is taking me. There is provision. So, family, I went to no matter how tough it may be. It is like this particular man. Once we are closing our eyes and we are focusing on the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we want to thank you this morning. Thank you for reminding us this day that there is a man who was about to drown. But before he drowns, you gave him a little bit of strength. 
When you gave him a little bit of strength, he had a choice whether to rise up above the surface of the water and take the last breath and go down sin to rise from. And he also had a choice to rise up above the surface of the water and cry for help. Father, this morning I want to believe here that there is no one who wants to take the last breath and go down and sink. Father, I believe that there is someone here today who is about to drown. You have given them the last drop of strength. All they need to do is to rise up above the surface of water and shout for help because you are ready to come and help them. So, family, without any waste of time, before we even go to them, if there is anyone here who is drowning in one way or the other, 